Welcome to Podsdale, where we delve into the heart of our vibrant community and explore the stories that make Scottsdale truly special. I'm your host, Holly Walter, from the city's Office of Communication. Whether you're a city employee, a longtime resident, or a newcomer eager to discover what makes Scottsdale tick, I'm happy to have you listening. But before we dive in, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. In our previous episode, we talked about Blue Zones Project Scottsdale. And just as a reminder, it talks about global life expectancy averages to be about 71.4 years. So that means, of course, that some part of the world see much shorter lifespans while others enjoy far greater longevity. And of course, here in Scottsdale, we want to be on that far greater side. We are kicking off a project here in the city We talked about how you can make for better living as part of this project. It helps our residents make healthy choices that are easier for your live, your work, your play, everything else that you do. And today we thought we'd focus on our Scottsdale Senior Centers and the services that we provide through those programs. So we have two guests with us today that I would like to introduce. First, we have Operations Supervisor Jessica Rapp, and she's oversees both of the senior centers as well as human services supervisor, Jennifer Murphy. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. Now, just um, as a little background on both of our guests, they are both longtime city employees and also found out they both grew up in Scottsdale. So what is it like serving the community in the same uh, city that you grew up in? I absolutely love Scottsdale. I think it's the greatest city in the world. I loved growing up here, and I absolutely love serving the citizens of Scottsdale. It's a privilege. Yeah, same here. Scottsdale is my home, and it's so nice to serve the community that I grew up in and see familiar faces. Um, And serving with the city of Scottsdale has really been a blessing for me. And Jessica, I know that you've also served in other areas of the city within parks and recreation. What drew you to the senior centers? Sure. So um, I started my career with the city at Paiute Neighborhood Center in the after-school programs as a part-time rec leader. And then I transferred to the senior centers um, where I worked for about 12 years. And then I um, got a promotion at Vista Del Camino. I went over there for three years and then I went to the parks and recreation side Um, And after leaving senior services, I just felt a calling to go back because I feel I was there for 12 years before and I feel like that's really close to my heart is serving the senior community and bringing um, a lot of opportunities to their life. And um, it's just so nice to be able to provide a place for them to come and recreate and have connections. And Jennifer, can you share some of your background with the city as well? Yes, um, I've been with the city um, going on 20 years in April, and all of my um, career with the city has been with the senior centers. I spent the first 13 years, um, actually, I started at the Civic Center Senior Center, and then once Granite Reef was built in, I think it was 2006, um, moved over there, and then in after 13 years, um, I was promoted to supervisor position up at the Violinda Senior Center. And now I get the opportunity to oversee the social services program at both of the senior centers. It's exciting that we have leaders in our senior centers who've been with the city for so long, are very familiar with our community and love what you do. So I'm going to read uh, the definition that we have on our city website to uh, describe the Scottsdale Senior Services Programs. 
you provide an integrated system of services, resources, and opportunities to help people improve their lives, neighborhoods, and community through recreation, social services, health, and wellness services. That's a lot. Let's talk specifically about some of the uh, programming and the recreation provided through the senior centers. Jessica, can you give us an overview of that? Sure. So I'll start with our daily activities and senior programming that we do. Um, Some examples of that are we have a daily lunch program at Granite Reef Senior Center and we have a lunch program at Violinda twice a week. And so that's um, a congregate meal program that we work with TCAA, which is another um, community agency in the community. Um, They come in and serve the lunches, and that's a good way for seniors, um, like their first stop if they've never been at the senior center before, to come try the lunches and meet new people and start their socialization there. Um, We also have fitness classes. We work closely with Parks and Recreation's Leisure Education Department, and they host their classes at both of our centers. And those classes include things like yoga, um, Zumba, um, aerobics classes, various fitness classes like that, and then art classes, um, a wide array of those. And then we also have fitness centers at both senior centers. So I feel like with all of those activities, those keep the seniors busy throughout the week. And then we also have special events that we run through the Senior Services Sponsorship Program. So we have sponsors in the community um, that we're able to fund our special events. We have at least one per month. Um, Our signature events are the Senior Expo and the Arts and Crafts Fair. And then we also have things like the Senior Talent Show, which we call the Entertainment Extravaganza, uh, which is really fun because we have about 20 acts usually And they're up there tap dancing and performing for all their family and friends in the community. Um, And then we have things like the ice cream social. And we just had the holiday luncheon where we had Santa and Mrs. Claus come in. And it just brings um, a sense of purpose and gets everybody in the spirit and they're able to connect. I have been to several of those events and they are a lot of fun. And it's amazing the amount of talent we have within the city, too, (laughs) among our seniors what Are there any requirements for someone to participate in a program or visit the senior center? So, yes, a lot of our programs, like the recreation classes, they'll have to um, sign up and register for um, the fitness center, the same thing. All of our um, information is found on our website and then also in the Scottsdale Life brochure that's published quarterly. Um, but things like drop-ins, like um, if they want to just come play billiards at our senior centers. We have billiard rooms there. Um, They could just drop in. It's free play. Um, If they want a room to play cards or chess, that doesn't cost anything. So there's a variety of things that are free and a variety of things that you have to register and pay for. Okay. And Jennifer, can you share some information about the social services that we provide to seniors through our centers um, and what resources we have available? Absolutely. In social services, we try to meet all the social service needs that a person would have, and that may include social security information, Medicare. If they're struggling financially, we have programs that can possibly help them with that. It's an array of services that we provide. We we can assist with some moving assistance. Um, We have uh, a dental grant, if they qualify for that, that we can help with some dental care. And um, we also 
contract with Jewish Family and Children's Services to provide some counseling if somebody would want some individual counseling. So it's, it's, a, it's an array of services. It's hard to pinpoint because we never know. There's lots of things we help with that, that aren't necessarily defined. Right. If, if there's a need that you discover, you try to, to assist that person. Absolutely. I know you were really busy during the pandemic and Absolutely. still providing services. Um, in fact, we do assist, assist those who uh, can't even make it over to our senior centers in some ways, correct? Yes, we do do home visits when somebody can't get to us. Um, we do do that, yes. We love having people at the senior centers, though, and I know we've talked about connection and the importance of connection. Can you share more information about some of the support social groups available? Absolutely. We have a variety of support groups. Um, we try to meet all the needs. We have low vision support group. We have a caregiver support group for those experiencing um, a dementia or Alzheimer's. We also have a, a number of social groups that uh, the friendship group, the um, can we talk group at, at Via Linda, lots of social groups that people can come, current events and they love them, and it's a way to connect and, and chat and meet new people. Now, how do you feel the services provided lend themselves to what we're doing with the Blue Zones Project Scottsdale? Well, I've said this before. I think the, our senior center set the gold standard. We have the leisure education programming, special events, and social services all under one roof. And we attempt to um, meet all the needs of those that come through our doors and I think with those, all those programs in place, I think we're, we're meeting the connectivity, we're um, addressing the meals, healthy, healthy meals. We're, I think we're addressing a lot of those issues. And I know Jessica had a great story about a, a resident who visits the senior center frequently for that socialization. Can you talk about him, Jessica? Sure. So this past year, in the last couple months, um, one of my staff members came to me and she said, You'll never believe it. There's a guy that plays chess, and he's going to turn 100. Can we get him a cake and celebrate his birthday while he's here playing chess? And I said, oh, yes, of course. So I went down, and I had never met Fred um, personally. I had seen him around, and we got him a cake, and the, the chess players um, sang him happy birthday and took pictures and all the fun stuff. And then afterwards, I stopped Fred, and I introduced myself, and— I said, Fred, what's your secret? I said, I can't believe it. You don't look 100, and he doesn't. He walks around. He's mobile. Like, he doesn't have a walker, a cane. I would never guess he was 100, maybe 85. And um, he said, well, I meditate every day. I don't eat meat, and I come and play chess weekly. So he gets the connection with his chess players, and I think that kind of ties into the Blue Zones mission. Um, I know that they don't strictly say don't eat meat, but they they recommend that and um, they recommend the meditation and just being in tune with all of that and being involved in the community and having connections. So I thought Fred was a great example for that. And it does show that certified Blue Zone communities do have populations with greater well-being, improved health outcomes, which reduces medical costs and supports our community as a whole. And, and that's a great example because it's really about supporting a healthy lifestyle, and it's great to hear that example. What would you say is your favorite thing about working with our city's seniors and working in the senior centers? 
Um, I think the best thing about working at the senior centers are the seniors. You know, we get so caught up in our day-to-day of getting things done. But when I go out to the front desk and I just take a walk around the center, you know, I see all their friendly faces. We catch up and it's just so nice to be able to build the relationships with the seniors. I would say the senior centers are a second home to many of the folks that come through our doors and we treat them like it's their second home. And I would say that for me, I get such um, joy when I know that I can help a senior that's struggling financially, um, when I find a program that they qualify for and we can help them so they can be sustainable in the community, that gives me a great, great joy. Now, if someone wants to become involved and support your efforts, what can a resident do if, if they're not a senior, for example? So we have a, um, some programs that we run out of the senior center, like Beat the Heat and Adopt a Senior. And if you're not familiar with those, the Beat the Heat program is during the summer, and we collect um, care packages and um, build them ourselves with donations from the community. And those include like hygiene items, water, um, various other things. Do you remember what else we have in there, Jennifer? Yeah, those goodie bags um, have snacks, water, Gatorade, those type of things. But more importantly, that program is an outreach program that we go out to the homes every summer. Scottsdale has a pretty hot summer. And um, we want to make sure that our seniors are well cared for in the summer. We want to make sure that they have a working air conditioner we want to make sure that they have all their needs met in the in the middle of the summer. Yes, in 2023, it was particularly hot. And I know we heard some, actually some sad stories throughout the Valley of people without cold air, without water. So I'm so happy to hear that we, we do that. And also, if someone recognizes someone in need, a senior that they know, they can actually reach out to the senior center as well for some help, correct? Absolutely. They can call either Senior Center, Granite Reef, or Violinda Senior Center, and we're happy to reach out and help. Wonderful. And we also have a new grant from Maricopa County that when we're talking about connection, another way for seniors to get together and have a good time. Can you share more about that, Jessica? Sure. So we just recently um, received a grant, the City of Scottsdale and Maricopa County. It's an IGA. And basically, the goal of the grant was to help social isolation. Um with the seniors after COVID and bringing them out to get them socialized again. And so we just started doing these trips. Basically, the grant is for funding um, for trips around the community, and it provides funding for the transportation and then admission into various places. So the trips that we've done so far have been a holiday lights tour around the valley. So we were able to get transportation, a big charter bus, and take close to 50 seniors from each center around to look at um, holiday lights, and they all had a great time. And then um, just last night, we went to the Desert Botanical Garden for the Luminarias um, exhibit. And so the next ones we have planned are the Odyssey Aquarium, the Queen Creek Olive Mill. So it's not just trips in Scottsdale, it's around the valley, which is really important um, for the seniors to be able to get out and experience that. And it's all free of charge with this grant. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. In addition to those trips, we have another component to that grant, and that is providing an educational uh, program 
to our seniors, along with an emergency preparedness bag that was prepared and paid for by the by the grant. And in that uh, emergency preparedness bag, we have a flashlight, um, information on where they would need to go. If we had another pandemic, what are the important numbers for people to know? It has antibacterial soap, um, gloves, a, a number of other things. It's, a, it's an emergency preparedness kit. That's great. Now, do the senior centers have volunteers? Are there opportunities to volunteer? Yes, we have volunteers in various areas. Um, so we have volunteers that run our discussion groups. Some of our volunteers help with our lunch programs. Um, then we also have like a, a wider or a bigger scale of volunteers for our bigger programs like Beat the Heat and uh, Adopt a Senior. We work closely with Scottsdale Community Partners, which is a city partner. They have an active board that helps with all of those programs, and they are there with us, working alongside us during those programs. And But we also have gift wrapping available for Adopt a Senior or, you know, sorting the items that we put in the bags. We're always looking for volunteers, so if anybody's interested, they could always reach out to either senior center and we'll get them in touch with the right person. So a lot of opportunities to get involved, whether you're a volunteer or a participant. Any closing thoughts on the senior centers? Anything that people are surprised to learn about our senior centers? I think our senior centers are really, like I said earlier, the gold standard. And we get a lot of comments when people come, especially from out of town and come visit us They're really surprised at how vibrant and fun our senior centers both are. And so I would encourage anybody um, in the community that would love to come and just, we'll give them a tour, show show them what we have to offer. And we welcome, we welcome all through our doors. Jessica, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing information about Scottsdale Senior Centers. To learn more, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Senior Centers. And that's all for this episode of Podsdale. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe. You can find us on YouTube or your favorite podcast streaming app. Feel free to share your thoughts and experiences with us by emailing communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Holly Walters signing off and inviting you to be part of the Scottsdale story. Scottsdale.